Hi, everyone. This is Gary, and welcome to another episode of What's Next Now, focusing on maximizing your human strengths across all your digital platforms. My guest today is Jen Sherman, and it's so funny how Jen and I know each other. There's two past connections going from longest ago to most recent. Jen's father and I knew each other, still know each other, when he was involved in helping me with an earlier business that I had in my career. And then more recently, a mutual friend slash client for both Jen and I introduced us to each other. So it's funny how things connect in the world. Jen is the founder and chief strategist of the Influencer Collective, which I know Jen will talk about. I've got some great questions lined up for her. And one of the cool components of the Influencer Collective is Jen's podcast called A Dose of Your Future. And who wouldn't like to have a dose or a look into their future? I know I would. I know I think about that a lot. So it'll be fun to talk about that. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Gary. It's great to uh, speak with you again. I feel like it has been a little bit, so it's great to reconnect. Yeah, definitely. So good to so good to be with you. Tell me, the Influencer Collective, that's an interesting and intriguing name. I can think of a lot of things when I think of those three words together. How did you come up with that name and and what does it what does it mean to you? It's funny, uh, as you mentioned, my father in the beginning of this podcast, he's actually was the source of that name. I remember about three years ago when I started the company. Uh we were coming up with names. I had a couple different ones in the in in my head, and I also knew kind of the the, the term influencer was kind of deemed by the Kim Kardashian. In my mind, that's not my definition of an influencer, and I think my father had that vision of the future um, mm. and thought that you know what. What what's a name that I can grow into? What's a name that I'm not a collective quite now or was not back then? Uh, right. What was a name I could grow into? And that's how we came up with the Influencer Collective. And once he said it, I was like, "This is it." So I went on to GoDaddy, bought that domain. Fortunately, <laughs> they did not have Influencer Collective uh, as a domain, so I do Influencer. I did Influencer Collective DC, but that's how we uh, were born. Very cool. Very cool. I like hearing that story. And I kind of like how you're differentiating yourself from Kim Kardashian. That's that's a definite plus. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. And, and how else compared to other digital media agencies do you see the Influencer Collective differentiated in the eyes of your, your current and your future clients? Sure. Great question. Great question, Gary. I think one of the biggest assets that we have is that we're nimble and scrappy. And when I say that is that we're not defined by one medium or one digital um, channel. What we do very well is that we pivot or you know continue to innovate based on the uh, mediums or channels that are relevant to the ter- mm-hmm. current time period. So for example, you know, I like to always just test out new things, you know, uh, Facebook Live, once that came out and about testing that out for clients, then pivoting to you know, podcasts, podcasts are now, as we know, we're on your podcast, which is amazing. Um, I was like, uh, man, I was like, let's just get our feet wet in whatever is going to be the next big thing and best thing for companies. So we've always tried to look ahead as to what is the most relevant and base our strategy and product around that. So currently um, we are 
pivoting to being a podcast production and digital asset strategy firm. What does that mean? About that, yeah. Yes. What well, What does that mean, Gary? That means that we produce. Well, sorry, we launch, produce, and market your podcast. Uh, because in my mind, that is where our industry is going. Given our current climate, that is what is needed to connect. Um, with potential customers, your community, increased lost leadership. So you're you're doing it, Gary. I mean, this is great. I mean, it, that that's just the spot in in my mind where you should be at the moment. Oh, thank you, Jen. That 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 confirmation is reassuring. I uh, I've jumped in feet first to this. You know, I think you know me to be a courageous and and bold, and sometimes uh, you know <laughs> that kind of guy. So here we are together. I, you know, with all of the social media out there, with all the things that companies could invest their time and their money into, I want to ask you this: what, Like, do we have too much social media? Uh, have has the pendulum swung so far away from human connection that social? Are we losing something by all the social media choices we have? And and the second part of the question is: Is do you see who do you see blending them well together? Great question. So let me answer that in a twofold. One, of course, there's too much social media out there. It is, you know, it is so noisy. Now, you can take two two approaches to this. One, you get overwhelmed, or two, you find your niche. Going back to the Kim Kardashian example, that was a macro influencer. You know, everyone was really hooked on the Kim, hooked on the Kardashians. And still, you know what? Good for them. That family has done very well for themselves and they got in early. But now we're seeing from that pendulum go from macro to micro to niche. So I see social media as a great outlet to connect with your niche community. It's quality over quantity, Gary, in mm-hmm. that regard. And then two, you know, how to connect with your customers, particularly in a digital transformation world, virtual world we're living in, we have to use it as a medium to connect with customers or community. But I also like to look at social media as a supplement, not the end all be all. I'm a little old school. I also think human connection is very important face to face, but it's a nice add on, if you will, and a way to connect all generations in the workforce, which we have four of right now. Yes, we do. And I'm a huge believer in connecting intragenerationally in the workforce. And about that, a dose of your future, your podcast, Jim, one of the things that you talk about is fueling the global economy and to power the next generation of our workforce. So what are some of your thoughts or some of the things that you see your clients doing to, to promote that intragenerational connection? Sure. So that's something where, um, you know, news to what we're doing as a collective is uh having strategic partnerships that help us produce content that can bridge the gap of the four generations in the workforce. You know, I have a, I have a, uh, where is my side? I have basically, you know, a heart, what we would want to do is harness the power of the four generations in the workforce to create marketing solutions for tech companies. Basically, if whatever, if you have a teenager and your teenager is looking at a TikTok video, we want to create content that would appeal to your teenager and appeal to you, Gary. And I think hmm. when we think about a dose of your future, it's thinking about the ways, how can we successfully integrate the future leaders? 
and build them and relate to them. So the topics that we cover in a dose of your future all play into that. First gotcha. audience, though, the primary audience, quite frankly, Gary, are not the Gen Zers for for my podcast. It's you. It's the baby boomers. It's you know. It's the Gen Xers. It's it's even millennials to understand how do we integrate the future leaders and then educate them in a way that's um, that they can consume. You know, that is just a brilliant point. And I use the word brilliant because when I think about the crux of the problem, you know, from my experience as a sales leader in the tech industry and a communicator and a listener, it, it's about integrating people in. And that's the hard thing to do at at big, big companies or at small, small companies, especially now when we're physically distanced. And I don't think of it as socially distanced because we're still connecting. Here you and I are connecting uh, voice to voice and also through glass by video. But there, but there is a physical distancing which subtracts from our, our connection equation, the human connection component. So bringing the younger leaders in or bringing anybody into a company these days where they they can't actually sit down across from one another is is quite a challenge it is it is a challenge quite frankly and like i said i'm still old school meets new school new school meets old school you know that's my bread and butter with that <laughs> said we need to get creative right i mean the gen zers are used to a screen i look at around you know even i look around and we're at uh a restaurant and kids are on their iPads. I mean, they're used to, to this world, but they, they do seek the human connection, but they also seek education acceptance. Mm. They're hungry for education, hungry for skills. And totally. that is, that's the, the education portion and empowerment. Mm. Empowering yeah. our next generation is really what it comes down to. Cause we can always eventually handshake and hug when we can and it's safe, but that's, that's, that's temporary. Um, right. In the current, you know, in our current uh, workforce. Just for the fun of it, I want to bring it back to your comment a moment ago about TikTok and, and TikTok videos as one form of connecting with, you know, Gen Z and then myself as a boomer uh, might consume through a podcast or a video or even old school, as you say, face-to-face -face training. But I love TikTok and I actually have gained a lot of little tips and tricks and knowledge from TikTok. And speaking of social media, I'm thinking of expanding my digital platform onto TikTok. So uh, I guess it goes both ways in terms of people you can reach up and down a spectrum. Exactly, Gary. And the fact that you're like, I'm going to create one. I mean, I didn't, before, you know, COVID hit, I wasn't um, on TikTok. I was just, because I consume so much content all the time. I just didn't even get there, right? I just haven't even gotten there yet. Well, I have a lot more time on my hands. So I was like, let's explore. And, you know, you see baby boomers and Gen Xers, millennials even entering the platform because like they want to explore too. And it's fascinating. And it's, it's soundable, authentic, you know, content. And, you know, we could sit here and just be stuck in our old ways, or we can invest in the new ways and try new things out. It's very, it's not, there's no rules or obligations around anything. Right. That's the beauty of, you know, social media and the digital world. So much is open. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's anything that works in any direction. Uh, it is, it is awesome in that regard. Speaking of 
awesome in that regard and the clients you've served and and the people who you've helped with their digital strategies. I looked at some of your client lists and congratulations on growing your business, by the way. It's fantastic. What, what do you see as some of the common threads, if any, among your clients in terms of what they're getting and what they need from you? So quite frankly, I'm pretty I keep within certain industries, but if I, I like to work with people who I find just interesting. Um, so with that said, I think that at the end of the day, no matter where you're coming from, whether you are a 70 year old investor, whether you are a 35 year old working mom, whether you're a 24 year old entrepreneur, at the end of the day, people want to build influence and they want to build community. So mm -hmm. that's the consistency that I come across with all my clients. And I have brought mm -hmm. a wide range of different industries, but the um, being able to connect with a community, which could, which quite frankly, I think should be niche for the most part, unless, you know, you're McDonald's and want to, obviously everyone loves the French fries. So you will appeal to all of America, but with the industries you work with, you know, really connecting with that niche target consumer, target partner, um, and building your influence. I mean, all of us just want to connect and build our influence. And that is the consistency that I see when clients come to the Influencer Collective um, to work with us. And I really love that in your material, you talk about everybody has something to say. Everybody has something that they can offer to bear influence and to give out information. That, that sort of kind of universal everybody is valued is, I don't know if that was implicit or explicit in, in your own marketing material, but I found that really attractive. Uh, and, and that was, that was nice to see that incorporated in there. Yeah. And it's true though, because everyone has a genius, no matter what, you know, you could be in, and I'm not saying this from a demographic perspective. I'm just saying this where we all come from different walks of life and everyone right. has a story and everyone has a genius just because you grew up in rural America versus New York city, living in the upper West side, everyone still has a brain and a genius and a gift. And everyone has the, um, power and opportunity to influence. And so, Damn. you know, there's Damn. no, um, there's no code around that. And I think, you know, coming as a, you know, millennial entrepreneur, and I don't love to like, I don't like labels or definitions, but you know, that's, you can really do what what you want to do and you all have a genius. And I think that should um, be amplified and yeah. uh, marketed, beautiful. not marketed, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Put out there and uh, and brought forth. Brought exactly, exactly. So you've done so much in a relatively compressed period of time early in your career. Uh, and I was going to ask you a few other questions, but we'll have to get to that on another episode. And for now, I want to ask you, given that you've got the Influencer Collective, given that you've got a dose of your future, what's next now for you, Jen? Sure. Great question. Well, thank, uh, thankfully, you know, there's a, I, I'm always a half glass full type of gal, so um, or woman, if you will. Uh, so I've taken this time to really plan ahead during this time of the quarantine. And I've, you know, we've come up with the what's next, right? And twofold. One is um, we are creating the Netflix for businesses. So we want to create a uh, network of shows 
across a variety of industries to build influencers and using podcast shows as a medium for that and a network. So that's number one. Uh, number yeah, number two, we are also creating the influencer network. And we're starting with DC. And this is going to, I, I find that there's a very big gap in the DC market where there's a lot of groups and organizations, but there's not an influencer network for people mm -hmm. to connect out of goodwill. People need to pay for a membership. That's not what we're about. We want to just Call me the pasture of making connections in that regard. The influencer collect or the influencer network is the pasture of making these connections, mm. and um, that is that is the that is where we what we we are creating. We we're starting with millennial entrepreneurs just to get us all together, and then we're going to expand to um, different generations. I think I'm going to volunteer right here, right now, to be your ombudsman or your starter package for the uh, for the boomer generation. You're, you're in, you're in, Gary. You're in. I, I, I can't, you know, I, I love all four generations. I just need to start with mine just for now, just to get us all together. And then we're going to, yeah. you know, go outside of that. But I already have my uh, ambassadors, if you will, for the uh, other other uh, generations. So that is, that is okay. us. Okay. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, it's no surprise to me that you have that vision and that you're moving out on it. Um, I've always known you to be that type of person. And it's really, really exciting. Before we uh, before we take a pause for today, um, just make sure that my listeners today know how they can reach you or where they can find you. Sure. Yes. Thank you for asking. Um, so you can follow me personally at Jen with two N's, R. Sherman, and I'm not the Peloton instructor. Um, I do like Peloton though, but I'm not the Peloton instructor. And then you can also follow us on social media at Influencer Collective DC, and also visit our website at InfluencerCollectiveDC.com. We also just secured Influencer Network uh, DC.com, which will be rolled out. It's not live yet, so don't get too excited, but that is secured as a domain. <laughs> awesome, Jen. Well, that's super cool. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us in the audience today. It's great having you. And I am really excited to see as you, um, as you expand the Influencer Collective Network, really great stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Gary. And it's always great to reconnect with you. Wonderful. Talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye.